0: Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Our next guest, leader of the tri Lambs, head panty raider, a Bonanza cowboy, and a race car driver. We're going to get to know him a little bit better here on the show today. Robert Carradine. What's up, Bobby? How are you?
1: I'm just right. How's
0: it going? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, excited to talk to you. I'm a big fan of your work, and I see that you have been doing westerns for some time. We're here to talk about your new movie, which is a western, starring some big heavy hitters like Brian Austin Green and Danny Trejo. Uh, It's called The Night They Came Home. But before we get into that, I want to ask you about your first gig and find out if it's true. Is, Is it true that your first gig was on a western? Bonanza.
1: Actually, my first gig was the Cowboys, and then subsequent to the Cowboys, I did Bonanza.
0: Michael Landon, man, he was something else. What was it like being on the set with that big star?
1: Uh, Well, all of those guys, you know, Lauren Green, Dan Blocker. It was, uh, I was starstruck, I'll be honest with you, because I, I watched Bonanza, so I, I knew the show really well.
0: And I saw the trailer for your new movie that's coming out, or it is out in select theaters. It's on demand, and... You can get it digitally through Lionsgate. It's called The Night They Came Home. As I'm watching the trailer, it looks like it's going to be another one of these great Westerns. It looked very authentic, and I saw a lot of gunfire in it because that's what makes a great Western. But now when I see this gunfire in movies, all I can think about is it's a sad situation. The mishap that happened on the the set of Rust, how does that work on these sets? And has it changed since the days of loading a gun on Bonanza uh, to shooting this new movie?
1: I mean, the main change is that several uh, productions no longer allow real firearms on the set. They use replicas. And from an acting standpoint, it's kind of a thrill to shoot a full load blank, I must say. The sound and everything that goes along with it, and it helps your acting. So if you take that away, you've taken one of the tools away that I, as one, use as uh, motivation. I like uh I like shooting blanks on a western, what can I say?
0: And how was it back in the seventies when you'd be handed a gun? Did they have armorers on the set? Was it was it safety first or was every every actor in, in charge of making sure they had blanks? You know, what what's the process?
1: Well the process back when we shot the Cowboys was the armorer would come around, we'd be wearing our our pistols throughout. But he would come around and he would load each pist- each pistol for the actors. And, uh, you know, make sure that we understood that these things are hot and they're ready to go. Don't mess around with them. And uh, it was just, it was, it was a method that worked. People weren't getting hurt with planks. And then, of course, you, you take the situation on Rust, where for some reason, the movie guns were allowed to leave the set and be fired with real ammo. And obviously, one of the real bullets stayed in the gun that killed that cinematographer.
0: You also worked with the great uh, John Wayne. You have uh, the Duke. Uh, you're the king of the nerds. He's the godfather of Westerns. He, he probably made you cry. I mean, how'd that go, working with John Wayne?
1: Well, I'd been on location about a week, and we were shooting a scene where uh, I had decided that he uh, needed to say his line a different way. And uh, I told him it. I told him, you know, how he should say his line. And uh, you could hear a pin drop on the set, you know, 150 people, you know. It's like that uh, E.F. Hutton commercial where they all freeze. And then he lit into me pretty good. Um, Yeah, that that was... I mean, what would possess a 17-year-old kid to tell John Wayne how to do a line? I mean, on his first film, no less. I I don't know where that came from.
0: Yeah, it's not really a nerd, Skolnick-type move, really. Although Skolnick... He did stand up to bullies. So maybe there's something there.
1: Absolutely.
0: I I just recently watched Revenge of the Nerds, and I got to tell you, after all these years, I think it's 40 now, exactly, still funny, laughing out loud. The only thing I was concerned about is when you guys installed the cameras at the sorority house, I have a 16-year-old daughter, and it was just getting to the part where you guys were gathering around the television, and then I hear her walking in, and I was like, oh, shit, where's where's the remote? Turn it off. Real quick. So uh, there was that concern because now I'm a father, not like I was, you know, 40 years ago, just being born. That movie, to me, still hilarious and still laugh out loud funny, even though some of these things that were in the movie might not fly these days. Still great work.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, the comedies that they're coming out with today are not funny. I mean, Revenge of the Nerds is funny
0: hilarious. And the other thing I noticed, uh, Robert, when I was watching it that I completely forgot about is that John Goodman was the the head coach in, in the very first one. I don't know if he was in any of the sequels or not, but uh, did you see greatness in John Goodman uh, all those years ago?
1: Oh, yeah. No, he uh, he definitely has the presence, and he had a presence on that set. You, you knew when he was on the set.
0: When was the last Revenge of the Nerds made? Because I know there were some sequels... And w- when was the last one, and were you involved?
1: I was, and I think it was ni- <clears throat> 1993.
0: Any talk about doing another one? Any studios? Or now,
1: oh,
0: yeah. Uh, like it's in the works, or just talks?
1: It's just talk, but uh, hopefully we can get something together before we completely age out of it.
0: I saw where the Vacation movie came back, and they, they had and all the stars from the original vacation, but, you know, it's like they're children. So I I could see how, I mean, I would be first to line up to uh, watch A avenge of the Nerds, and hopefully there's some skin in it, and hopefully you can offend some people. At this age, you guys aren't concerned with being canceled. I mean, who gives a shit now? That's what I would say. Yeah,
1: exactly. Come on. Bring on the cancellation. We'll show you something.
0: Yeah, we'll show you some real nerdy shit.
1: Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me,
2: what inspires your music?
0: Uh, we're talking with the great Robert Carradine. He's got a new movie out called The Night They Came Home. It's available in select theaters, on demand, digital, all that stuff. Just find it. It's called The Night they, they Came Home. I want to talk a little bit more, though, about the Revenge of the Nerds, because I remember when Booger would light up that Wonder Joint, I think is what he called it, on the set. Uh, what were you guys actually smoking on the set when you were hitting that big Wonder Joint?
1: Oh, we were smoking pot. Seriously? No, I'm joking.
0: I wish you were, man. What, what was it, <laughs> banana peels or something? Or did they have something on the, in Hollywood I, that they'd well, roll up?
1: It's probably pipe tobacco.
0: It's probably worse for you.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, pot's not bad for you.
0: You like to smoke pot?
1: I have smoked it in, in my youth, but once I became a racing driver, I kind of cut it out.
0: Yeah, those two uh, don't mix going fast and smoking bud but uh yeah now it's legal in a lot of states uh, here in the sunshine yeah, state, state where i live you just get a, uh, a card and you just go down to the store and get as get as much as you want it's definitely changed
1: you have to get like a medical card
0: yeah you just go see the doctor tell him that you get a little anxious and before you even get that out he's like here let me uh, write you a, a, a script you get a card and anytime you want to go to the store you just head on down there they've even got little gummies and I'm sure you're familiar, Robert. Don't try to act like, you know, you don't know about a good good dispensary.
1: No, I know about all that stuff. Believe me.
0: Yeah, good times. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that you guys were smoking pipe tobacco, but still, it worked on film for sure with the big wonder joint. Another scene I'd like to ask you about, this one I loved. When you sneak in on the hot sorority girl, you go downtown to Chinatown, you end up actually scoring this chick later because you had such good tongue action. What do you remember from those days of filming those scenes? And I gotta believe maybe a little uncomfortable for a guy like me. Maybe not you, but how how do you remember those days filming that?
1: Uh, I remember it uh, really well. <laughs> yeah,
0: tell us more, please.
1: Oh, I don't want to. I, I don't want to talk out of school here about. You know the private behind the scenes uh, preparation for a scene like that.
0: Now, did you you actually kissed the girl? I watched it recently, and it seemed like you were locking lips with her, and she was a smoke show—not at all nervous. You weren't nervous uh, at all.
1: Uh, no, I. Well, I mean, I was excited. I was nervous with excitement.
0: Yeah, that was the '80s, baby. Nowadays, you'd feel uncomfortable. You wouldn't want to offend her. She's liable to Me Too you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd hate to hate to hear this headline come out, but these women from back in those days try to Me Too you guys. I hope that doesn't happen. The other scenes... Yeah,
1: it's a little late to Me I mean, that was 40 years ago. They're not going to Me Too us now, right?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think they have any ground to stand on, but you never know these days. I, I definitely... Yeah. I'd be fighting for the nerds
2: for sure. Yeah, well, Me Too. Uh, The scene, though, I I love as
0: well when I watch Revenge of the Nerds is when the band is up there jamming. Very creative stuff and really good soundtrack, by the way. I recommend getting the soundtrack here on the 40th anniversary for Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, But the truth is you are a real motorcycle-riding, long-haired rocker that had to turn into a nerd uh, for this part, right? And you, you can jam and play music, correct?
1: Yeah, I'm a guitar player.
0: Which kind do you like to play? Uh, Me, a, a strat I'm like yeah, are you a strat player or are you a uh, a les paul what kind I'm, of uh, acoustic
1: i'm more of a les paul guy but i do have a strat just in case
0: yeah i have a strat in here my les paul broke got an ibanez acoustic a takamini i think i'm saying that how do you say that brand takamini right takamini yeah that's how i've always said it we're talking right now with the great robert caradine you remember him as lewis skolnick He also starred alongside Hillary Duff. He's worked with Martin Scorsese, correct? You were in a movie directed by Martin Scorsese. That sounds pretty big time.
1: Yeah, doesn't it? That that movie was called Mean Street. And uh, I play a young punk who winds up shooting David Carradine in the back, in the bathroom. And then we have a fist fight all across the bar because he's so drunk, he doesn't realize he's been shot.
0: That's amazing. Did you see greatness in him? In those early days? Because that was in the early 70s, I believe, that movie.
1: Yeah, it was. And absolutely, yes.
0: What made him great, you think?
1: He just wasn't afraid of anything. And he would try anything. In his mind, they can always do another take if they don't like what he did.
0: So, Robert, as I said earlier, I had watched the trailer and I thought that it was very authentic and some great cinematography. Where were those scenes shot for the new movie The Night They Came Home?
1: Uh, We shot that film uh, about... 35 miles northeast of los angeles out near a village called aqua dulce it's halfway between uh, santa clarita and palmdale and it's really it's very barren out there as you can see when you watch the movie the night they came home it's very barren and authentic looking
0: yeah it was a beautiful beautiful cinematography that i saw and and to you you've been in so many westerns worked with john wayne and bonanza and cowboys uh what's the greatest western of all time to you
1: i would say the unforgiven
0: well the night they came home is going to rank right up there great movie with danny treo brian austin green and our guest robert carradine go see it the night they came home available in select theaters on demand and digital from our friends at lionsgate thanks yeah. again robert i appreciate it
2: yeah thanks for your time talk to you soon hey y'all Darius rucker here